Hey, what it do with the business is. It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, how did your boy Animal Brown, Animal underscore Brown on all things social media if you're looking for me? Absolutely. And I am Spike Lou on the same social sites. Holla at your boy. How you feeling out there this week, man? Feeling good. Feeling great. One more game to the Super Bowl. Oh I don't want to speak too much on it for my Packers because I don't want to yep. jinx it. Because no one cares. That's why. Nah, nah, it's the biggest game of the yeah. year in any sport. They care. Maybe. We care. So. Everybody cares. Don't even worry Congrats. about it. Congratulations to them bum-ass Packers. It was a good game of, uh, excuse me, a good weekend of games for people to follow the NFL, man. So I look forward to the Super Bowl. Is it a big deal for you this year, the Super Bowl? Like you doing Super Bowl parties and shit? It's a big deal if my team go. If my team go, I got to find my way to the game. You're not going to the game, first of all. So are you going to a Super Bowl party? If my team goes, I'm finding my way to the game. In ta- It's in Tampa, right? In Tampa, Yes. Damn, I think the Bucks might have home field advantage in the Super Bowl. Ain't no way. All right, man. Absolutely not. So we appreciate you guys joining us this week. Bow Wow, your man's is back in the headlines. This time he packed out a club during the pandemic. We'll talk about that. Also, Benny the Butcher, Lil Wayne, speaking of the aforementioned NFL, they told, well, excuse me, they made some anthems, and we'll talk about maybe possible uh, trouble brewing in Buffalo. And your man, Little Flip, says that his career is compared to LeBron James, which is absolutely ridiculous, and we're going to dive deep into that. But first, also, yeah, we're going to holler at our guy, Troy, from Dope Shit Only, uh, special guest during the interview. Make sure you guys tap into that. But first and foremost, man, we wanted to start with a story we broke last week uh, while we were reading the uh, pre-rolls. YFN Lucci, Atlanta rapper, was arrested on murder charges last week. New developments have came out since we aired last. Um, with everything that you've seen about this, uh, just tell me what you're thinking about the headline and how you feel about the situation. Oh, uh, yeah. Lucci is looking at felony murder, aggravated assault, participation in gang-related activity, and position, excuse me, possession of a firearm. Uh, not how Lucci envisioned his 2021 kicking off, I'm sure. I'm not going to say that. Uh, So apparently two people were shot. This is all out here. Two people were shot, one person in his car and somebody that wasn't in the car. And going off the 911 call, apparently the person that was shot in the car was evacuated from the car and left in the street. So that person died. The other person that was shot did not die. So I'm not sure why he's got murder charges. I'm a little confused at that. Um, so his lawyer has already kind of came out and said, you know, a lot of this stuff is not going to stick. That's what the lawyer is supposed to say. So I don't know if it's over for him, but it's, uh, it's not a, not a good look. Uh, it's a huge setback. He just performed at a voting concert like a week or (laughs) a week and a half before, um, these charges got hit. So he was preparing for a big year, man, but this, this is a big boy setback, but I don't think it's over though. Major setback um, to as far as what you said, how we got charged with murder. Somebody died during the commission of a crime, so they can charge you with murder. From what I understand, like they would mm. went out. If you go out and intending to commit a crime and someone dies, they can charge you with murder. So I think that's where the murder charge comes. Damn. Yeah, he probably has a good lawyer, so he may be able to get away from under that. Um, and from people that have followed this situation, this may not come as much of a surprise 
uh, as it looked or as it was to the widespread media. Um, just doing some research, talking to some people from down here. Young Thug, of course, we know him and Lucci have been beefing for a while and their particular crews, even beyond rap, have been beefing. People have died and I mean, it's all over online as far as the speculation as to this being retaliation to different things going on between those crews. The The thing that jumped out to me or that struck me is that they said that he was driving and, and the guy was like, it was a drive-by and he was in the commission of the crime with him, like what you just hit on earlier. To think that Lucha would be so pumped up with this rivalry run so deep that he would be like yeah y'all hopping in the car with me and y'all finna ride with me to go kill the nigga that's nuts absolutely insane that's nuts that's the first thing that i said when you dropped it in the group chat like at some point you gotta have and i know i say this shit all the time with everything that we see with the mishaps there gotta be somebody around you when this idea is floated out, when you're like, yeah, y'all niggas hop in the car with me and we finna go do this, it gotta be a, at least one nigga that may sound crazy to everybody else and it tells you, like, bro, well, you, you finna go do what? In your car? Like, you finna drive? Like, nah, my nigga, you the, you, you're the breadwinner. Like, at yeah. very most, like, you you doing something from the house that could be conducive to the situation, but I don't <laughs> need you driving the getaway car, bro. Like, I promise you I don't. Right. Like, no, we, we don't need, no softer of a nigga if you're not driving a getaway car. Bro. We we don't need no mug shots of YFN Lucci floating around. Like you don't want that. Like I guarantee you, if he had a crystal ball and could look a week into the future, two weeks into the future, and he see a mug shot of him getting denied bond, he got the headline. Niggas will be like, oh, okay, nah, let's not ride through. <laughs> let's sit this one out, dog, because this is yeah. not where you want to be. He got Regine speaking on his behalf. She is saying that his uh, his spirits are up and whatnot, uh, and there and his lawyer said that they're working on getting him another bond hearing in a couple of weeks. Who the fuck wants to do that? Like that's bro, uh, I, I, things aren't adding up. The story don't make sense to me, like you said. So we'll probably get more details a little bit later. But right as of right now, it does not make sense at all. And, and also, I, for the people that are screaming at the, the their phone right now or in their headphones, like I don't want to be naive and say, well, you shouldn't have did that and be pointing the finger. Just like with all of the other situations, like you can't tell Nipsey he shouldn't have been hanging at his store in the middle of like his hood. You can't tell Vaughn that, hey, I can't jump out and hop on my ops and I done done that a thousand times before in Chicago. Like it don't happen. Well, you don't realize it until the moment until it's too late. Like you said with the crystal ball, now you got a mug shot and you charged with murder or you're dead. Yeah. Every second counts, dude. And that's why you got to keep people around you. It got to be coherent enough to, to evaluate the situations. Like, I ain't saying that the niggas was dumb for doing it, but they, it could have been thought out a little bit more. You yeah, know? man. Th please think. Just think. <laughs> Somebody please. take a second. Just one second. Uh, be like, well, do we really want to ride out on this nigga? You, do you want to go, bro? Yeah. It's like 40 other niggas that ain't going to have no job when you go to jail. Like, you exactly. ain't the only nigga going to jail. Like, this whole, like, it's a lot to go on with this. Yeah, man. Moving on, man. Uh, we take it to H Town. Uh, your man Bow Wow caught flack over the about weekend. Bow wow two weeks in a row. It's nuts. Yeah, this is nuts. Social media wore him out again uh, for performing in a club uh, in Houston. Video footage surfaced. It was a shitload of people in there. It was wall to wall. 
Not a lot of masks, though. Uh, right now, Houston's pandemic numbers are crazy. COVID numbers are through the roof in Texas. Uh, a lot of people are calling him irresponsible. Matter of fact, Fabulous and Trey Songs had an event on deck in Houston as well, but they ended up canceling. My question is, who are you looking at more sideways in this situation? Are you looking at Bow Wow as the artist, the promoter for even throwing the event, or the attendees for going? Man, I, I got to put this on the fans, bro. Like, because mm. Bow Wow not going to show up if nobody's going to be there. And the promoter's not going to book the club if you don't think that people are going to be there. Like, Houston been open. Texas been open. People are leaving California, New York, coastal cities to go to Houston and Texas because it's open. Yeah. And... I, I mean, I'm not a doctor, so I, I can't say what they're supposed to be doing or not, but the studies are suggesting that this is very bad. And I can't blame, though I would love to, a nigga like Bow Wow for getting up there and putting on a show. Like, it's however many thousands of people that committed, like, that, that went. Like, I seen some of the celebrities respond to this, like, really? Like, for Bow Wow? It's like, it's not even Kendrick or Beyonce or Drake. Like, y'all niggas, like, 10,000 of y'all are in here for Bow Wow? During a panoramic, like that's wild. And I can't blame him for that, unfortunately, nor can I blame a promoter trying to make some money. Like people just can't stay in the house. That's why it's spreading the way that it is in America. And that's why motherfuckers around the world are looking at us like we're fucking crazy because niggas is going to the club to see Bow Wow during a pandemic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that Republican Democratic argument. Like the Republicans look at it like, we got to keep the businesses open so that the economy doesn't crash. The Democrats are looking at it like, y'all need to listen to the, the experts so everybody out here ain't around here sick and dying left and right. And so wherever you fall on that side of the argument, uh, clearly uh, the people who attended the concert, we know where they fall. They're not really stunned this shit. So it is what it is. You, you bring up a good point, though, when you said that and part of the reason why it's so bad because people are politicizing it. Exactly. Like, you should do what's smart. Like, I don't, it ain't necessarily that the Republicans are right or the Democrats are right. Let's just do what's smart and try to be safe around motherfuckers so we can get through this and everybody can go to concerts. And we ain't got to be limited to a nigga like Bow Wow going to a 10,000 person facility and performing, dude. We got options of real performers. <laughs> It actually people want to see. It's just like people just want to fight so bad and disagree with each other so bad that, like you said, it's become politicized and Republican and Democrat when like, just do the fucking smart thing. Yeah, if, if, if the promoter, like you said, if the promoter knows that people are going to show up, man, they're going to go get this. If you're a promoter, you've, you're hurting from the last eight months, bro. Like, you down right now. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, unless you just had a, a nice little nest egg saved up for a rainy day, then salute to you. But if you didn't, you are itching at getting back in front of the club and getting that club packed again so you can get back to normal life. So I understand the need for it, but it, it, it's just it's just wild, man. The jokes on social media were classic, though. People saying, they, you risk your life for Bow Wow. Like, how do you feel about this shit? Like, it was a lot of funny shit. And it just, but I get it though. You take a look at a nigga like Fab, like Fab been out here. He been in Atlanta. He was in Atlanta New Year's Eve performing. Like Fab getting to the bag, dude. He masked up before he go on. He go on, take the mask off, perform 10, 12 songs, put the mask on, get back in the kind dip. So it's, that's one thing for the artists. They're a little bit more, they're not necessarily shoulder to shoulder with people. The motherfuckers in the crowd were 
that like it looked like a family reunion like they were just in there just chilling i was like yeah not my and thing and that's why i blame like i say the fan like fab not coming to that if you don't pay him his money <laughs> and you can't pay him his money unless you charge admission at the door and then the promoter not gonna have the event unless he feel like the, the door gonna be made true like if people were just like, nah, fuck that. I'm not risking my life for Fab and the color of her shoes on New Year's, dude. Like I'm, I'm just not doing it. Then I think it would be some progress. But until like people, Americans don't like being told what to do. That's just flat the fuck That's out true. bottom line. It ain't privilege. specifically uh, Democrats, Republicans, okay. black, white. It ain't that. Just like people from America, we're arrogant and like we don't like no one telling us what to do. Can't yep. tell me I can't go to the grocery store. Oh, I gotta wear a mask. Like people are fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> People are fucking insane. <laughs> Put the mask on, dude. Yeah, it ain't that deep, man. It this ain't shit would have been over if motherfuckers didn't just like fighting about shit. This shit would have been over. We would have been done. I agree. We could have been like New Zealand, but it ain't, it ain't the case. And all the way back outside. Now, speaking of shit being over, this weekend a couple NFL teams went home. That's not to include the Buffalo Bills or the Green Bay Packers. Lil Wayne doubled down on Wiz's Black and Yellow. Benny the Butcher put out a new song for the Buffalo Bills. My question to you, is it corny or is it dope the rappers are making theme songs for NFL teams? I can see somebody thinking this was corny because I ain't gonna lie. The Benny the Butcher song, he like he had some Buffalo Bill merch and he got the like the little quarterback, but instead of throwing a football, he throwing like a, a Pyrex a brick. jar. A brick. <laughs> he should have threw a brick, man. That would have made it. I promise you. Come that would have made it. Are like, you holding the Pyrex jar, bro? Like, come on. That that's a little too much uh, to me. Cause you're making a PG song for the team. It's clean as fuck, the cleanest shit you've ever recorded, but you threw the dope shit on on the merch and stuff. That's, that's a little bit of a reach. Wayne, Wayne has done the green and yellow joint, but he did it a couple years ago when we, uh, I think we went to the Super Bowl that year when he did it. Um, but I, it, it's okay. It, it's okay. Like, Wayne was ripping it. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with the song. I think it's interesting how people have forgotten quickly about him endorsing Trump and are back to just, oh, okay, it's Wayne. Like, people have <laughs> completely left that back in 2020 he and have moved on from it, which is perfectly fine, I guess. Shout out to my Packers, though. Uh, shout out to Wayne. Since he's a Packer fan, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and stand by it just for that reason only. I like this, man. And this is – we talked last episode about hip-hop being the most streamed genre and, and, and on a rise over the last four years. This is how. NFL is probably the biggest business in America. And to have – like, you wouldn't have thought two years ago Benny the Butcher would have been doing this. No, and, and and flat out honestly, like you said, I wouldn't have thought six months ago when Wayne was doing the Trump <laughs> shit that he would have been doing it either. But the NFL helps you forget, man. And rap is a it, it's like Teflon right now. Like it ain't a lot wrong that a rapper can do uh, for you to like not endorse them and have that shit popping. So I'm I'm here for it. I like it. Um, I I mean. I, I don't have a problem with the the Pyrex because that's his thing. Like they, he was signed. He signed Pyrexes when he does his live appearances. Oh my god! Yeah, if you bring a Pyrex, he'll sign it for you. Like that's his thing, though. So I, I ain't mad at that. It's right on brand. Like you gotta you gotta bring the hood with you. Fuck it. I I, I like them tapping into Griselda though. I do like that. You Ooh, know what I'm Buffalo. saying? The NFL or Buffalo, the Bills. Buffalo would be crazy not to do that though. These are like the, the couple of the hottest niggas in rap. Buffalo, like low market media team, like a motherfucker. But I wanted to ask you, esteemed Buffalo Bills fan, FSP fame, big 
Big Jeff, I'm going to say Chat Town Jeff, Big Jeff said that at the game, Benny was in the skybox doing his thing. Yeah. Conway was out in the stands. Oh, shit. And on Twitter, on the tweeters, people were asking Conway about a, a cryptic tweet that he put out, said he better than all them niggas. And that was the extent of it. And then somebody posted under that comment saying it's Griselda breaking up. And he put like a little crying meme with a nigga crying like he was sad. So if there may be trouble brewing in Buffalo. How do you feel about this? I hope not, man. I would hate to see that. Because how that's going to look is... are related too, though. Huh? It, that too. But how it's going to look is... Because they just had their biggest year ever. And you know so how it's going to movie either. I'm sorry. One last thing. He wasn't in the movie. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. That seemed worse. He on the soundtrack though. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it, it make it it make it look like they got their taste of success and people couldn't handle it. So now that they they're breaking up, that would be the um that would be the storyline behind that. And, and I would hate to see that. That's some slaw. I hope that wasn't. I hope that. I hope Conway just wanted to be in the crowd. He just wanted to feel the. 35 degree weather at a Buffalo Bills game. Maybe that's just what, the vibe that he wanted and he didn't want to be fancy in the skybox and shit. Because mm. if I went to Lambeau, I ain't gonna lie. If somebody, if, if somebody, if somehow I got tickets to a game at Lambeau and they were like, do you want to sit where the crowd is, this non-COVID crowd, if you want to sit in the crowd or you want to sit in the skybox, I would sit in the crowd, bro, just to get the entire feel. you lying. If, what in the snow, hey, bro? If you, got, if you all of that shit, just get the fuck out of here. Nigga, get you skybox seats in Lambo. You did for the game this weekend. You're not sitting outside. I'm sitting outside, bro. Fuck you. Fucking lie. The tweet said, "Tired of being silent. Them niggas not real as me. That's why I'm me. Capital M E. Fuck them niggas." And then there was a comment under that that said, "Y'all gotta fix whatever as a crew. Y'all niggas are real." He put the infamous James Harden with the red eyes looking sad response to that. And then a nigga said, are you leaving Griselda? He said, who said that with the question mark? And that was pretty much it. Nah, nah, he trolling, man. Yeah, so maybe he's just trolling. He trolling. You know, it was one nigga said, this is a weird way to promo an album, but get off. Exactly. <laughs> Real quick, though, speaking of Wayne, who may be getting pardoned in the next couple of hours, mm. um, do you think, because you remember Wayne, he did the endorsement for Trump, and he also sold a lot of his masters, which contained some of Drake and some of Nicky's. Mm -hmm. You wonder if any of this is connected to him possibly getting pardoned. By the time y'all hear this, it will have happened or not, so who Man. knows, but if could he, those be related? If he get pardoned on this gun charge and he did had to do the Trump endorsement, I ain't even going to hold you. It was worth it. Like, yeah, I'm not, to go I'm not doing to you. Yeah, like, yeah, like, fuck that. If he knew that he had this charge pending and they called him, they were like, we got the pardon for you, bro. You got, like, so, I ought to told y'all niggas to vote for Trump, too. I'm sorry. Gas up the jet. Like, fuck man, it. Come on with that, bro. Like, if I'm Lil Wayne, I'm not going to jail for no bullshit-ass gold-plated gun. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not so, I'm, not selling my, I'm not selling the masters, though. That has to be unrelated. Oh, what that got to do with it? Why you say that? It might know. be related. I don't know. Oh, you saying... Like, how? In what way? Maybe that company that owns those has been buying up all those masters plugged in somewhere over here. They might have friends oh, across. Oh, oh you talking about some real backroom shit. That's what I, I don't know. That company based in England, though. I'm sure they too smart to fuck with Trump just being English. That's possible. So <laughs> I'm, I'm going to get him the benefit of the doubt. That's true. That's true. 
It's gonna be rough out here. Just before we go to the the say, it's gonna be rough out here for your boy Trump too. Like he fin- he getting yeah, sued. Motherfuckers ain't fuck with him. Like he, a whole lot of his business deals and shit going. Yeah, them lawsuits gonna smack him. Yeah. Um, real quick, man. Before we get to this topic, little flip, guys. Let's take it back. Oh, Speaking God. of Houston earlier, try to skip over this. Little flip during an interview compared his career to the likes of, wait for it, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, and Floyd Mayweather. Simple question, fair or foul for Little Flip to compare his career to these goats? This is the foulest of fouls. This is a flagrant tool, suspended a game, first half, or whatever it is the rule is now. This is that type of foul. Little Flip, if I had to compare his career to someone in sports, I would say Vince Young. Vince oh Young my was, God! Yeah, Vince Young was good. Great college career. People had a lot of uh, there was a lot of hype surrounding his raw talent. Just like with Little Flip, a lot of hype surrounding his raw talent. No one ever thought that Little Flip would be great. Like <laughs> LeBron was King James in high school. People told Little Flip he could rap, and you may have been the best freestyler ever, which means absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> I promise you, you can go to any you any hip hop hotbed, which we're about to talk to DSO Troy about. Anyone across the nation freestyling is not the top of the list where you comparing niggas to LeBron James. And that's all the little flip has ever done well is freestyle. That's it. I guess it. And while I say Vince Young, he was on a team, the Titans that didn't want him. Uh, the nigga that was pumping Lil Flip, he didn't want him. He dressed him up like a leprechaun. Like, I can't believe that Lil Flip is narcissistic enough to think that his com- career compares to some of the greatest people in their fucking, um, <laughs> in, in their fucking profession. Like, the, the disrespect to LeBron James is disgusting. And you and Big Jeff was vouching for this, and y'all niggas need help. Just like oh, he need help. I'll say this. The Jordan and the Mayweather comparisons were way off. And the LeBron. The LeBron <laughs> comparison is closer. I'm going to be honest. No. The only reason I say why is because before Houston blew up all the way, he was the next, the chosen one. He was the young boy, the freestyle king. You know what I'm saying? Picked for the sucker free camp to lead the way. He was doing 100,000 independent, 100,000 units independent, hand-to-hand, out the trunk. Got the big boy deal from Sony for $20 million, Had hits before Slim Thug, before Mike Jones, before Paul Wall. So really? I, he was the face of Houston for a certain period of time. So I would say he was the LeBron of None Houston of that's rap. True. That's a fact. None of that's true. He wasn't the face of Houston ever. What? During his prime, during his prime Scarface was regarded as like the GOAT. Like he, During Little Flip's biggest the face of Houston was uh, Scarface. And then even after Scarface, it was Bun B. No. And then you had a period of time in there where it was Mike Jones, Paul Wall, those people that you name. It was never Slim Thug on a national scale, maybe underground. Like, he ain't never been like the – come on, man. 20 million? They gave him 20 million for an underground deal? Stop. I don't, did he get 20 million? Yes. Can we confirm these numbers? Yes. This is no. out here. These are facts. That's not true. This is I see you flip. He said this in a song. I ain't seen that this. flip. I ain't seen nobody cooperate these facts. Game over. Flip. Flip. You bought that flip. That's flip. why you so hype on him, too. Flip. I bought you a couple of flip now. albums. Flip, flip got 36 albums. 
Yeah, I bought a couple of them. I bought two of them. Worst thing ever happened to him in his life was T.I. He came yeah, T.I. killed his career. This, this is part of the reason why his career ended early, though. The same thing as far as saying that he's LeBron James and saying that he uh, is Floyd Mayweather and Michael Jordan. Just like he came down here and niggas was telling him, like, nah, bro, tip, tip running this shit, my nigga. Ah, oh, nah, you got me fucked up, nigga. I'm flipped, blah, blah, blah. Okay, all right. Went out on stage, made a complete ass of himself, and then the king claimed and cleaned his motherfucking ass up, and nigga ain't been able to sell a record since, dude. He should have just listened. He should have paid homage and been like, yeah, I fuck with Tip. He the king of the South. I'm the LeBron James of whatever the fuck he thought he was back then, and he might still have a career, and we be comparing the nigga to Harold Minor <laughs> instead of fucking nobody right now. <laughs> I would I would yeah, the Jordan and Mayweather, they undefeated. Jordan never lost in the finals and Mayweather has never lost a fight. He can't say he them. But LeBron, that's on point. Huh. Of Houston. And the flip is the Cleveland Browns a rap. <laughs> that's what the flip is. That's what you is, my nigga. That's a playoff team though. Um all right, guys, we're about to take a quick break. And when we come back, we will be hollering at our guy, Troy, from Dope Shit Only. What we're doing, guys, we're paying homage back home where we originally are from. Nashville has a bubbling hip-hop scene. You're going to get to learn more about it and what it takes to get a relatively new hotbed off the ground, all right? Absolutely. And if you're familiar with the show, you know we did a couple of episodes. We did a series called Hip Hop Hotbeds. So we wanted to do our part as native Nashvillians to shine a light on our own city's hip hop hotbed. So Troy is one of the men behind the scenes doing that with the DSO crew, and we hope you guys like the interview. Hey, man, we are back. Told you we had a special guest in the building today. Man, we tapping in, man, back with the 615. We got our guy Troy in the building from DSO, dope shit only. We're going to talk about creating a hip-hop hotbed, man, from scratch. All right, straight out the veal. Troy, what's good with you, big dog? Well, shit, what's good with you, man? It's an honor to be here, man, on Dick TV. What's up? <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah. Much respect, man. We see you cooking in the veal, man. We're going to dive into what you got going on with uh, Dope Shit Only Represent, all that good stuff, man. But let's first and foremost talk about Nashville as a as a city when it comes to music and sound. Where Everybody know, man, it's the country music capital, but there's a whole oh. other layer up under that that's going on cooking right now. Tell us about the state of Nashville hip-hop, where it's at right now. Man, uh, honestly, man, the state of Nashville hip hop is uh, looking pretty good right now, man. This shit growing, man. Like, uh, getting a little more unity, man. Uh, getting a lot more cats is working. It's doing numbers now. You did what I'm saying with the stream there, man. So, uh, we guys doing shit a million streams now that's from the city. You know what I mean? It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's turning eyes, man. It's got the business people tapping in. So, it's a good thing. That's dope. Now, would you say with people doing a million streams, is there a specific sound coming from the city in 2021, or is it just all around? Tell me what you well, do. Well, uh, man, far as sound, man, um, I would say the young cats is really leading the way for the simple fact you got um, you got Ski, and they working with Chill and, um, and Smokey Hendrix. You dig what I'm saying? They producers. So, you know what I mean? They working hand-in-hand with them and a couple of more producers like Crash Max. But then also, like, you got little cats like uh, Lil Stain and uh, ABK Gates is working with Lag Man, who is a producer. You dig what I'm saying? So you're getting these young cats who, who you know what I mean, working hand-in-hand with these producers 
and then you're getting these, it's a combination, you know what I mean, that you actually got these young people singing these raps, you know what I mean, like word for word in the club, on the phone, and all that, so man, you starting to see that, so to me, that's creating a sound, you feel what I'm saying, when you got people actually saying shit word for word, you know what I mean, yep. that's how I view it. I, I was just about to say, what's your favorite thing about the style that you're hearing so far? What a sound. Man, honestly, bro, uh, it's all around the board, man, to be real, man. Ain't one particular, you know what I mean? Because even, even them, them cats, they kind of they kind of different. And uh, and just being from Nashville, you know, you know Nashville is eclectic, man. You know what I mean? We're just a musical city, man. So it's a, it's a wide variety of music. But if you just look at it on a on a on a bigger scope, you got cats like Band Play, who's all over dog shit. You know what I mean? You got uh cats like Street Symphony, who got a Grammy for rocking with Nip, uh what well, nomination, however. Uh then even even Tay Keith, you know what I mean? He was going to MTSU when he got the popping. Uh and then you know you got the veterans like like Faith, you know what I mean, who's still around, still, you know what I mean, dropping them gems, nice. Greed and money, all these cats done got real placements. So, uh, honestly, man, I think the production always leads the way as far as sound. Mm -hmm. nice. Now, you've taken pride in the city for a long time as far as bringing people together and just pushing different styles, sounds. What made you want to do that? What example did you see out there that made you say, like, I'm not just pushing one artist, I want everybody to eat and it's dope shit only? Yeah, uh, man, first of all, man, I'm, I'm a fan. You know what I mean? Like, I ain't never, I ain't never rap, never been a producer, none of this shit. So, it just started off being a fan, man. And, uh, you know what I mean? Just knowing a little history of Nashville hip hop, but really on a bigger scope, man, of hip hop in general. You feel what I'm saying? So, just seeing like the Wu Tangs, Dutton Families, NWA, Cash Money, No Limits, Swarf, how all this shit started, it started off more as movements instead of one artist. You dig what I'm saying? Like, Everybody got their turn up, you know, turn up the bat. And everybody was hitting triples and hard runs and shit. So, you know what I mean? Take that same approach, really, man. What's the, um, tell people what Dope Shit Only is. What's that represent? What's the influences behind it while you started? Give us some background on it. Uh, dope Shit Only came really out of necessity, man. He did. Uh, dope Shit Only is self explanatory. You know what I mean? It's just dope shit. You know what I mean? That's what we represent. You know what I mean? We represent fly shit to the merch. You know what I mean? It's all that. So, uh, like I said, man, start out in the sense of just working hand-to-hand -hand with uh, Legendary Spiller and trying to figure out how we can market the music and uh, create a uh, really create a platform for the music in the city, not for only him, but for other artists because other artists weren't getting a shot. You know what I mean? We was going through the same circles, two, three promoters, you know what I mean, who were being, I ain't going to say biased, but really being curators, you know what I mean, decide what they want on stage. You dig what I'm saying? You know, me working with artists for years and different artists, I'm like, man, that's a lot more dope artists, you know what I mean, out here just doing shit. So, you know what I mean, we created the pop-up shop and listening session. Absolutely. <clears throat> nice. Now, yeah. when you say you created the pop-up shop and listening session and you did comedy with Dope Shit Only too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you really about, like you said, pushing the city. How close do you think that Nashville is from uh, a national breakthrough? Mm. As far as what you see with a Houston or a scene with a the Bay or things in Atlanta, 
How close do you think that is for next year? I think, honestly, uh, we're a little far off from that. You know what I mean? But if we look at uh, places like Detroit, Flint, you know what I mean, and places like uh, Sweetport, different, you know what I mean, little pockets like that, man, uh, Baton Rouge, you know what I mean? We look at little pockets like that who are really getting off. You know what I mean? I think we about two years off. You know what I mean? Like, it's going to take a couple of hours to get in the door first, and then it's going to take some true independence to really make their mark as well. But we got cats in place, like you said, Cub. I mean, we got Lido. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, even Buck's still out here. You dig know what I'm saying? So, we got we got that, but we still got a lot of younger artists coming up. So, I say about two years, man, just be real. Cause uh, this kind of gazing off what I was just seeing from Detroit a couple of years ago, before the East and West got together, dig. So let's say about two years, man. I think we gonna really be. It's gonna. It's gonna be motherfuckers riding around in rapes and all that other type shit, big boy houses and all the dumbass jerseys. Niggas is getting that already. So you know, yeah. I say about two years, man. Hey, I know we uh obviously we know this being from the city, man. But they call it, it's it's the music city capital, man. And yeah. it's a lot of uh, it's it's a lot of companies that are music related that are there that are housed there. We know Rock Nation got an office there. We know BMI. Mm. And so we got a whole street called Music Row. Uh, right. Do you think that makes it easier for us for this particular lane of music to to take off, or does that make it harder because we're in the shadow of mm. Garth Brooks and Dolly Parton? I mean, I, it done made it hard, you know what I mean? Because it's always been an agenda, you know what I mean? To keep keep one circuit of music, you know what I mean, all the way up high. I mean, if you know, shit, if you know the history of music, music city, I mean, you know it came from Fitz, you know what I mean? Fitz Jubilees, you dig know what I'm saying? So, and uh, even putting those two and two together, man, Fisk and BMI, you got Shannon Sanders. So, you know what I mean? He's running a big, a, a big piece of BMI. He got 106.7 radio station. You know what I mean? So that helps, but you know what I mean? We've been we've been saying this shit for the last 30 years, man. They're gonna tell y'all rip go to Atlanta. We don't got we don't got no business in Nashville. You know what I mean? Like even uh what Dan Wiseman, you know what I mean? He's really not a salesman. They say he's a salesman, but you know what I mean? Like you'll never see him. You know what I mean? He hard, you know what I mean, hard to be seen, so. You know, what it is. Do you think because of, like you said, the big, as Animal Brown mentioned, Dolly Pardons and Garth Brooks, do you think that those wise men cats and, and people that are there from the different labels, are they even looking for hip-hop acts? Even with uh, the numbers, like you said? I don't think so. You know what I mean? To be real. Uh, they, they'll say they would. They'll say, you ain't been to my office yet and all that, but... Uh, they haven't been visible in no parts. Like, you wouldn't know they here. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, your, is your great. process towards it just like, I'm finna build the biggest shit in the streets and I'm gonna make it where you guys gotta come to me. Is that the blueprint? That's what's happened. You know what I mean? Like, honestly, uh, starting off, it wasn't no blueprint cause it was, like I said, when this shit was out of necessity, but seeing what's formulating and then have you having years in the game you start to you know what i mean start to see shit and yeah you do start to formulate it and start to play chess you know what i mean with the shit so for sure you know what i mean like uh got, got, man, it, it's some big business on the way in the city so it's gonna turn into some money 
<laughs> what do you tell somebody that's that's coming up that maybe have a little buzz, but it's like, man, bro, I'm thinking about moving to the A, bro. What do you tell them? Shit. <laughs> it's easy to get lost in the A. Hmm. Uh, I, my suggestion would be lock down your market first. You know what I mean? Lock down home. Um, it's cool to go to Atlanta and do business and shit. But lock down your market. Because, I mean, when I say lock down your market, I mean, shit, lock down these other 12 college markets is an hour and a half, an hour and a half in. Then you're doing something. Then you got a, you got a real buzz. You know what I mean? You can demand a check off of that. Absolutely. Speaking of, like, locking down the market and just Nashville in general, the sound, we've touched on all of those things. Let's say someone would, wasn't familiar with the people that you've named what would you describe, what artist would you say, this is where you should start? This is where you should start at, whether old, nostalgic, like Cool Daddy mm-hmm. Fresh or New, or like Lido, tell me who you think it would be that they should start with. Pilster. Okay, why uh, is that? <clears throat> when you say Pilster, is an era. You dig what I'm saying? Like it's, it's an era, it's an era of music that you know what I mean? Shit, easy touched. You know what I mean? So, and you know, it's the box. It's all. You know what I mean? It's, it's hip hop. You dig what I'm saying? And then I would say Quantic Cash too at the same time. You know what I mean? To to piggyback off that, you had a clubhouse room. We were talking mm-hmm. about Nashville and, and bringing it up the other day, and Buck mm-hmm. dropped in. And right. to your point about Pistol, he he brought up something too. For those that don't know, Nashville is really divided, like north, south, oh, east, sure. west. You usually yeah. ride with the people from your side. Mm-hmm. Piggy, I mean, excuse me, Pistol mm-hmm. was the first person when it didn't matter what side you was from, yeah. you had to fuck with his music. Like you said, it yeah. was a movement. Like anybody well, could feel. I, 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 I say I say it was three artists at that particular time. Okay. And uh I got I got throw Boogie in there and I got throw Cool Daddy Fresh yes. in there. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Fresh did three hundred thousand. Yeah. That was the you first rap C D I heard. You know, three hundred thousand. was the first rap CD I ever heard. Was cool that you know I, mean? I learned it back you, to back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I was probably about ninth grade or some shit. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? Eighth, ninth grade, and I was just you know, really jumping out the porch. You know what I mean? I was a got bigger cuz. You know what I mean? Going to goddamn half times, all ice creek and all this shit. So it's just an era of music. Yeah. Uh, you know, Booger was first motherfucker on BET from here. You dig what I'm saying? Reading magazines, he was getting compared to. Compared to uh, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, I remember. You did what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's just major. Then, you gotta think, man. Uh, Book the first one put out Book. You know what I mean? Put Book on some shit. Do you, you know share I mean? that history with the artists that you work with now? I know sometimes we talk on here, the younger artists act like they don't care about the history. Do you make sure that they know the Nashville history of rap and how rich it is with those artists we were talking about? We get the opportunity to teach. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I ain't, I ain't really put my hands around too many like artists just like on a one-on-one basis. You dig what I'm saying? Cause we just really been building, you know what I mean? But when I talk to people, yeah, hell yeah, we share the history, man. You got to, you got to share the history, man. Cause the history is the knowledge, you know what I mean? Like, and you got to see the mistakes they made, uh, you know what I mean? All the moves they didn't make, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah, for sure. You uh y'all still doing events right now? I know the pandemic got mm. shit kind of looking crazy, but what y'all got on deck for right now? I got one Sunday. Mm. Uh, 
it's been crazy though, because uh, the first one we did after the pandemic, you know what I mean? Well, shit kind of opened back up. We got shut down by the police. So I'm talking about super early. I thought we were one of like first events to get shut down. You know what I mean? Like doing the whole pandemic shit. So uh, we don't have a couple. You know what I mean? I went good. But yeah. How did, how did that work? Like, what did they just pull up on y'all? They get y'all a warning beforehand, like, don't do this. Nah, man, it was just crazy, man. Like, uh, we was in there probably about forty-five minutes. Probably had about seventy-five hundred people in there, and shit. They just walked in there and said, "Man, it's over capacity." <laughs> it was like, damn. I mean, then you get three hundred people in there, motherfucker. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I mean? We didn't get the event started, so I give everybody money back. So, yeah, this is one of them. Yeah, what's uh? How can people keep up with what Dope Shit Only got going on, bro? Um, I mean, got Dope Shit Only crew on Instagram, um, and it's DSO crew everywhere else. Uh, get ready to drop a website in the next couple of weeks. Uh, really about you know, I mean, basically spots Twitter, and Twitter, Facebook, and uh, well, we got Clubhouse now, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What uh what can what can people expect from y'all when this stuff do blow over, man? What's what's the uh what's the goal in the next couple couple months, couple years? All right, uh right now, man, we just uh locked in distribution uh with Sony and Orchard uh through the Go Farm, which is based out of Atlanta. So uh right now, man, we creating access. Uh, finally getting into some, you know what I mean, some doors so can walk a couple of these artists, get them some distribution while they in the system, get them some upstream. You dig what I'm saying? So once we get them upstream, we can get some chicks in the city. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, uh, what does that mean? Let me, what does upstream mean? Uh, basically, like, okay, uh, everybody dropping music. So, you know what I mean? You got Distro Kid. United Masters, um, whatever the other cup, you know what I mean? So you can just load your music up and then boom, you, your project out. Mm -hmm. uh, with distribution, it's, it's, you know what I mean? Like real distribution is, is a little different. Um, Sony is a major label. It's a major label. Uh, Orchard is a, Watch about TVT, so you know what I mean. Like they pretty much a major label, but they, you know, they they, they thing is uh, internet. You know what I mean? Like far streams. You know what I mean? Just digital yeah. distribution. Yeah, digital distribution. So you know, what I mean, that's they that's they thing. So uh, you got those two companies. So if you do a couple of hundred thousand in that system, it looks totally different. They're doing a couple of hundred thousand on distro kids because uh, it's data. You know what I mean? You got people in these offices and they looking at this shit. You know what I mean? So taking taking some of these artists that got these people, you know what I mean, rapping their words word for word. You know what I mean? To be able to walk these in the office and showing them. Uh, we just dropped this project six months ago and it did 500,000 500, streams. We dropped another one. It just did seven hundred thousand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So now we need a. You know what I mean. We need a budget because we trying to take it, take it to the next level. Gotcha. You know what I mean. They gonna see that and they gonna give you that budget. Gotcha. Anybody still? Do people still try to get on radio? 
Is that do people even care about that anymore? Uh, I know some. Uh, you know, what I mean, right? Y'all still prevalent. You know what I mean? Uh, but all this shit prevalent. You know what I mean? <laughs> this is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this is prevalent. This is just as prevalent as the radio. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, like you said, you got the audio and you got the visual. You know what I mean? So you got you can ride around in the car and listen to it, or you can sit in the house and look at it on your TV, or you can be at work and look at it on your phone, however you want to consume. You know what I mean? So, you know what I mean? Radio is just radio. It's just <laughs> a lot of other shit that go along with it. But, yeah, radio is still important. You know what I mean? Play a key part. You know what I mean? Especially in these country times and these different little markets. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Without a doubt, man. Before we dip, man, let let people know. Uh, g- give us two or three acts they need to be checking for, man. I know you touched on a couple before, but just reiterate two or three that that people need to be checking for. Well, really, man. I think dope shit on the crew. You dig what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like we got legendary spin. We got hundred bands. You know what I mean? Like hundred uh, doing a motherfucking thing right now, man. She got a singer called Showman. Um, it's getting so much love in Atlanta, which is <laughs> which is crazy, you know what I mean? Like, Wayne ain't really ain't put no budget behind that shit, you know what I mean? Just being real. Mm-hmm. Did a couple of shows with Mike Mars, man, and you know what I mean? Like, they fell in love with him, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, they just been taking a run with it, you know what I mean? They've been spinning and everything, you know what I mean? Like, she's starting to get love in the city as well, so uh, next couple of months, we really finna get that budget behind her, you know what I mean? Especially with this distribution. But, uh, yeah, huh? And then, you know, uh, Spitter, man, he got some shit, man. That dude Spitter got some shit. Word. You know what I mean? Like, he really got some shit. So, uh, we cooking up, man. But also, when I say dope shit on the crew, it, it goes back to the uh, the Wu-Tang, the Dungeon family. You know what I mean? Like, it goes back to that. And even even newer, uh, you got, like, Shoreline Mafia. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got acts like that. You know what I mean? And really, like, Sparked a whole new wave in LA. You did know what I'm saying? And uh, the people behind that, I've been locked in with them for over a year, you know what I mean? Which is the homie TK, which he from the turf. You know what I mean? He from Nashville. You know what I mean? And uh, he's super heavy with Atlanta Records. You know what I mean? Super heavy with Sony, too. Which I didn't even go through him and get the distribution. You know what I mean? Like, people at the GoFarm came and found us is because how we move and the impact we done made for our culture and our ability to touch the artist. So uh, right now I'm putting my A&R hat on and my manager hat on and really tapping into some of this talent, man. Like I said, if I'm seeing them doing numbers already, like they know I'm 50 to 100, I'm coming to see you. You know what I mean? Like, let's get this business together, man. Get you in the system. You feel what I'm saying? Let's do this 100 again and two, three more times and let's get a check. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we look forward to that, man. When 100% and everything that, you know, dope shit only going to drop and anything we could do to help from the turf. Absolutely. We ha- we here for it. Yeah, for sure. I already know, man. Like, they don't know, man. Like, on deck, goddamn, I'm going to support uh, what I do, man, from, from, from shit. <laughs> from DVD days. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I mean, like, shit, we got class, we got DVDs, man. Like, yeah, on deck and whatever I was pushing at that particular time, man. Like, yep. yeah. So, man, been a supporter, man. Been a fan, man. Like, say, I love what y'all doing, man. It, 
Appreciate they inspired me, you know what I'm saying? See some cats that come from my city and go to Atlanta and survive, first of all, you know what I'm saying? And not only survive, thrive, you know what I'm saying? I'll be seeing y'all boys, goddamn it, Louis down, Lucha down. You see that motherfucker, he got them $10,000 rubber shoes in the back. You know what I mean? Them boys is from Nashville, man. So, Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and, and see, like, y'all cats, people need to tap into when they come into the city, man. Like, y'all been there, what, 10 years? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, sir. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, y'all know some people, you know what I mean? Like, just tap in, man. Go buy them boys a drink or something, man. Get a little <laughs> bit of that culture, man. Let them show you, you know what I mean? What to eat that knowledge shit. Yeah. Man, I got to tap, man, because I got a couple of people I fuck with down there, like two official, you know what I mean? Work with QC, you know what I mean? Like, we getting a lot of love, man. We've been doing a lot of been doing a lot of business on the low, man. So, yeah. <laughs> hey, the fruit's yeah. paying off of your labor, man, because we see it too. Just like you said, you seen it. We definitely see what you're doing. Appreciate we appreciate that. we appreciate everything that you do as far as keeping the, the city going. And we look forward to meeting you up at the top. I appreciate that, man. Likewise, man. Absolutely, Absolutely man. Be good, yeah. y'all. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate y'all, man. You Absolutely. already know, man. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right, man, you ready for some wins and some losses? Let's get to it. First off, we got a W to Dr. Dre, man. He's apparently back in the lab working on, wait for it, detox after his brain aneurysm. What do you think? Glad to see him out of the hospital. When I hear aneurysm, I think it's a wrap, lights out, grand closing. It's a wrap. But good to see him back working in the studio, man. I don't know if I need to hear Maybe this scared the shit out of him. And so he's like, man, let me go ahead and put this out. You know what I mean? And that, if so, cool, let's get that. But I'm just glad to see he's still here. That shit, that's a, that's a big boy scare. It is, man. And maybe he should just forget about that detox. <laughs> maybe that's what made him have a brain aneurysm. <laughs> yeah, he got to let that go. He got to let that one go. Just a thought, Dr. Drake. Just a thought, bro. Don't let that stretch you out because we're not pressed for it. Yeah, we're not. We, we, we're we done waiting on that, bro. We're cool. Uh, yeah, we're good. You don't even got to go back to the studio and work on it. Just relax. Uh, a W to Kendrick Lamar, his P. Lang Media Company, or P.G. Lang? P. Yep. Lang or P.G. Lang? PG All right. Lang. That, his media company crafts the brand new Calvin Klein ad. Are you impressed? That's a big look, man. He, uh, he announced that a year and some change ago that he had a new media company. What does that mean, Kendrick? Well, it means he'll be crafting commercials and ads and content for big dog brands like Calvin Klein. I can't do nothing but respect it. Salute to him. And it means he's not ready to kill your boy just yet. We let niggas live out here. That's what that means. Y'all niggas mm-hmm. can breathe for another summer. Oh, uh, an L to Cuban doll, King Von's ex, uh, allegedly. And King Von's sister, they took their Twitter beef to a fist fight in the streets. Did we not learn anything? Yeah, I, 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 that, that was some slaw. Even to be fair, I'm gonna go ahead and be fair. It was a one-on-one. They just set up the fight. You can hear the people in the background like, nah, ain't nobody jumping in. Let's just go ahead and get this out their system. It's not cute to me. It don't, that shit don't do nothing for me. But at least it was like a fair one-on-one. Let's shoot the five and then let's keep it moving. That's but cool. it's an L though. That shit, that shit, they, they look silly as fuck. Yeah, man, based off the situation surrounding that, you would think that they would be bigger heads would prevail, but I'm not. Did you see what they got uh, King Von's son for Christmas? No, what? A toy gun. How old is his son? 
Man, nigga, like two. No way. Tough. I was like, man, come the fuck on, dude. Who and then they put it on that? Instagram. It's like, was this like his baby mama or like his sister? Like, I, don't, could, I, I just hear the voice. I, it's, it's a woman's voice. I don't know if it's the baby mama or the sister. I, I can't tell. I don't know who it is. But they gave him a gun for Christmas. I was like, man, what the? I was like, hey, man. And put it on Instagram. They thought it was cute. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Generational curses are real. Man, that's some slaw. Leave it out there. Um, on Deck of the Week, man. Hey, on Deck of the Week, shout out to all of the artists that um, our guy Troy name dropped. Salute to all of them making noise. If y'all listen, y'all heard an artist, y'all want some new shit to listen to, and you're not familiar, get familiar with the, the artist that he, he name dropped, man. Uh, Legendary Spittle, all of, the, all of the good shit that he dropping. Go check them out, man. Search them on your streaming sites. Check them out. Give them some streams. Absolutely, man. You guys check them out, man. Uh, absolutely. What you got uh, me to put what- on? I was just going to ask you your put on. I was going to ask you yours first, sir. Um, new TV show alert, Discovery Channel. Um, undercover billionaire. Have you seen that? I've read the synopsis of it. I couldn't yeah. like. I couldn't quite click. It's good. Is yeah. it like like uh, undercover boss? I never watched that. Mm. Uh, what this is is they take uh, a millionaire or billionaire. And they drop them in a city that they've never been. And they give them $100, a cell phone with no contacts, and a truck. And they have 90 days to create a business worth a million dollars. So that's the concept. The concept is fucking fire, by the way. That's number one. Number two, it's on season two right now. Skip season one because I heard it was too produced. Season two so far is incredible. I'm locked in. I can't wait to finish it. It's only two episodes out right now, so it's in the middle of the season right now. But it's dope as fuck. Hmm, that Check that out if you if you into entrepreneurship. Spoiler alert: Season one, the guy didn't make it to the million. He made it. He got just up under it. What type of business did he start? You know, I think it was a some type of restaurant. Obviously, yeah, that makes sense. Um, my put on is also a television show. I'm deep into the London culture. Shout out Top Boy. Uh, that was on Netflix. I got another one now called Gangs of London. I've heard about that. My guy Nuki Duce was telling me about it. I checked out the first couple of episodes on AMC Plus, and it is it's good. It's 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 one of those shows that I definitely could see myself fucking with. It's just the tone of it and the pacing of it. It's it's it's, it's up there. So I ain't claiming it yet, but it's worth checking out. Somebody 100%. just told me about that like a week ago. Yeah, it's, they it's, said it was it's definitely it's worth checking one hundred percent from what I've seen so far. I don't believe that though. It's like you you didn't watch Top Boy yet though, did you? Mm-mm. Oh, okay, so it's like a, a a cleaner version of that with like more sophisticated criminals instead of street criminals. So like mob shit. It's, it's pretty good. I think about it, man. I put it in the queue. Um, hey guys, appreciate y'all for checking us out. Triple salute again to Troy from Dope Shit Only and all of the 615 south to Nashville. Um, do us a favor, youtube.com slash realville. Make sure you subscribe. We're on the road to a thou wow. Help us get to that. Also, you want bonus content? We got that. Patreon.com slash realville. Check out album reviews, movie recaps, uh, fashion shit we talking on there. Check, go, just check it out. Go scroll and uh, subscribe to a tier or two. Thank Absolutely. you in advance. We appreciate the support. We out. Yeah.